Happy Tuesday. Good morning. I'm actually recording this on a Tuesday uh, because I was too tired over the weekend and yesterday to <laughs> record anything. So here we are before work. No excuses, you know? But um, I hope everyone's having a great day so far. Um, my day literally just started, so hopefully... We're on the path to having a great day. We will make it a great day. Um, I honestly, once again, don't have any major life updates or anything really in motion. Um, I will say I'm feeling rather optimistic lately. I think literally since the start of New Year, like I've been so content, so joyful, like just so I don't even want to use the word happy because like the way I understand happy to be, it's like a very temporary feeling, but this just, I don't know, I just feel different and I love that for me so much um, just because it's like a really good feeling not to always feel sad or feel discontent. Um, I think it's because I told myself that I needed to just accept the situations that I am in, um, know that they are not forever, they are just a small speck of time in the grand scheme of life, um, and so I'm really just carrying that mentality with me, taking it one second at a time, one minute at a time, especially one day at a time, just not trying to get too caught up. Um, but outside of that, literally, there's, like, nothing going on. I wish I had something to update you guys on, but I honestly don't. Um, so with that being said, let's just jump right into today's episode. So right now, our car is in the shop. We have a 2006 Jeep Liberty, and um, she's cute, but having a jeep is not that great very much a gas guzzler um i feel like we've definitely put a lot more into this car than what it's worth i feel like i know that for sure um and in, if you're wondering like okay why is she literally starting this episode talking about her car because i'm talking about financing a car it's not something that i am currently doing right now but it's something that i've done in the past and with all of my recent car troubles i've had people ask why don't you just finance an another car. Um, and so I wanted to address that question here on the podcast, give you guys a little bit of insight as to why I personally choose not to um, finance a car um, and like the pros and cons of doing so. And then even talking a little bit about leasing as well. So um, before I jump into my, you know, little spiel or whatever, I just wanted to read off some statistics that I got from LendingTree.com. So the average monthly car payment in the U.S. is $563 for new vehicles, $397 for used vehicles, and $450 for leased vehicles. Overall, Americans owe nearly $1.4 trillion in auto loan debt, and auto debt makes up about 5% of Americans' consumer debt. And then also 60% of buyers finance their car when they go to a dealership to purchase a car. So honestly, I feel like outside of buying your home, buying a car is probably one of the largest purchases that like you could ever make um, because they are literally tens of thousands of dollars, depending on what kind of car you get. Sometimes they're even hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is like so crazy to me because I'm like, wow, like, this is literally like a student loan. 
<laughs> essentially like it's just bizarre um but honestly like there are some places where you literally just need a car to get around um when I lived in Stroudsburg you literally well um for those of that you for those of you who don't know Stroudsburg Pennsylvania um when I lived there literally you needed a car like if you didn't have a car you were basically stranded um same thing for here like in the suburbs of um Georgia like I live in um I live about like mm, 35 minutes north of Atlanta um you need a car to get around like there's really no public transportation I mean there is but it isn't that reliable um and and I honestly don't even think that there's like buses that really like take you through town or whatever like that like there's buses that get you from the suburbs to the city um and then once you hit like 20 minutes outside of where I live you'll hit like Marta and so then you're able to take Marta into um, Atlanta and that's where the public transportation system gets like a little bit better but overall like if you live in Georgia I feel like you need a car unlike New York City where you don't really need a car you have public transportation you're able to walk things like that but I do understand people's necessity for a car because how are you going to get to work go to the grocery store like our car has been in the shop for the last two weeks and like thank god for my in-laws and my sisters just being able to like you know drop things off for me um when I needed things to be picked up or being able to take me to the grocery store when I needed to go um because I don't have a car um so according to Kelly Bluebick, the average cost of buying a new car in 2020 was $38,000. So that's a lot of money, um, to be honest. And it's, you know, not something that a lot of people have immediately in their checking account. So when you do go into the dealership, you do have to finance um, your car or put down like a hefty down payment or what have you um, to kind of like lesser those monthly payments. So personally why I have decided not to finance a car is really just based upon like the monthly payment um I financed a car once in college um I had it from about 2014 to I want to say to 2017 because I ended up getting into an accident with that car and ended up getting totaled um but prior to that that was the first and last car that I financed Um, my dad was at the co-signer on it and I remember being really pushy about it and being like I'll pay it I'll pay it and my car note was only like 164 dollars because the car was really only like $8,000 and then after interest and everything was added on it moved up to $11,000 so I was paying $164 a month Um, and as a broke college student that was kind of difficult even though in the moment I was like I can pay it $164 is nothing that's like $80 a paycheck like no big deal but that was a big deal for me Um, and so when I ended up um, getting into an accident with that car by that time I had met John I had met his dad and so he was just like you know you can just buy a car cash and I was like uh how do you, uh, like, I don't have tens of thousands of dollars in my bank account to go to a dealership and buy a new car. And he was like, yeah, no, like, you can do, like, a private sale, like, buy a car cash for, like, $2,000, $3,000 or what have you. Um, and so it took a couple of weeks, but I was able to find a um, new-to-me car that was used, pretty old, but ran just like I needed it to and was honestly a pretty great car until it got into a hit and run um about like two years ago 
So yeah, for me, the biggest thing was like not having that monthly car note. Like once I had a car and experienced not having a car note, I was like, this is amazing. Like I don't have to worry about paying this monthly bill. Um, my insurance was cheaper because I no longer had to get full coverage on my car. Um, I believe I just got comprehensive, I believe. Um, either way, because I knew that the car that I had paid, the car that I bought wasn't worth a whole lot. So it was didn't really make sense to have like full coverage um, on my car. So my insurance was cheaper. Um, and then... So those were like two main things. And then obviously gas is gas. That doesn't really change from car to car or whatever. So I was still paying for gas, but it was still such a nice thing not to have to give out that monthly um, payment anymore. So after experiencing that, I was like, yeah, no, I'm never going back to financing a car because honestly, like why put all this money on a depreciating asset? Like by the time I'm done paying off the car or what have you, the car is no longer worth like what I actually paid for. It's probably worth like way almost half as much. Um, so what's the purpose? So I have in front of me like a few pros and cons as to why, you know, why it's good to finance a car and why it's, you know, I don't want to say not good because honestly, like it just depends on your situation. First and foremost, I feel like um, you may have the money to um, make that monthly a car payment or you may absolutely need a car and you just for whatever reason can't go out and buy like a, a um a car from like a private seller or whatever so I just want to go over those really quickly um as far as pros goes you aren't depleting your savings to purchase a car so I've purchased a car from a private seller twice and each time I have completely drained my savings um to purchase a car so I usually try to keep at least mm, two to three thousand dollars in savings that's not necessarily the case right now but I usually try to keep a couple thousand dollars in my savings account um and each time that I've purchased a car I have depleted my savings because the cars have been about two to three thousand dollars um so that's pretty annoying next is that like um when you're buying a car or when you buy a car from a dealership, you get warranty for a limited time um, and you don't get that with a private seller. So, for instance, with our Jeep, literally within like a couple of weeks of purchasing it, we bought it for $3,000. We had to um, put like, I want to say like $700 to $1,000 back into the car um, because there were some things that needed to be fixed. And of course, when I... Um, went to look at the car and when I expressed interest in purchasing the car I had the car taken to um a auto shop and they did like a used car check and they said that everything checked out but you know this was something that they might have missed or whatever so we ended up having to come out of pocket and pay for repairs and then even almost a year later same thing our transmission was giving out on us um we didn't want to go through the hassle of having to find an, another car used we knew we weren't going to finance it so we just decided okay like let's just buy this car uh let's just buy this car a new transmission so um that's what we're doing now so the transmission is about two thousand dollars on a car that we paid three thousand dollars for so sometimes stuff like that gets me a little like annoyed because I'm like I'm putting so much money into this car and this car is not worth that this car is probably worth like a thousand dollars by now but to us it's better just to pay these things as they come along instead of having that instead of being tied to that monthly commitment
So also you have peace of mind when driving that your car isn't going to break down. That is something that is such a big thing for a lot of people I know. And that's something that I enjoy, but I definitely understand the stress of not having a reliable car, getting off of work and being like, is this car going to start today? Like what's going on? Like, um, Again, with the Jeep, our transmission was going out, so um, it would do this thing where it would skip and then push our engine really, really hard, and almost to the point where I thought, like, okay, if I continue to drive this, this engine is literally going to blow up on me because I'm pushing it too hard, and I would have to literally pull over to the side of the highway, turn my car off, and then get back onto the highway. So yeah, that was not fun. So I definitely understand like the peace of mind that comes when you buy a car fresh off the lot. So here are some quote unquote cons with financing a car. The cost adds up quickly when I feel like a lot of us, when we go to the dealership, we just kind of look at the number that's presented right in front of us, whether that's $300 a month, $500 a month, $400 a month. We're like, okay, yeah, we can totally do that. Not a problem. And then before you drive off with the car, you have to put insurance on it. And then, you know, depending on, how good of a driver you are, how many accidents you've been in, your insurance could be 80 bucks a month, it could be $400 a month. It really just depends. And so that's an additional um added cost. So not only do you have, you know, a $500 car note, then you may have a $200 um insurance bill and then um, with that you have to include like things like gas depending on what kind of car you have I know for a jeep jeeps are freaking gas guzzlers so like I'm literally putting gas in my car like every two days um, and depending on how much gas is it could be anywhere from 30 to 40 dollars that I am using to fill up my tank so that's something you're always kind of pouring out money to keep up with this car also, one big thing, too, is that you can become upside down on your car note. So you eventually owe more than what the car is worth. Um, and so that can be kind of annoying, too, being like, OK, cool. I have $17,000 left on this car note, but it's only worth 8000 Like, what do I do? And, you know, if you trade it in, you won't get that that full value back. So that's something to consider as well. Also, another thing is that it's a depreciating asset. So for those of you who don't know, a depreciating, depreciating asset is something that loses money or loses its value over time. So I'm sure you guys have heard that as soon as you take a car off the lot, boom, its value has depreciated, it's gone down. So cars over time, I think over a five-year time span, they lose about 40% of its, uh, of its value, which is such a large um percentage um and to me I'm just kind of like why would I want to spend all that money on something that's a depreciating asset like I could put that into savings I could put that into my investment account and have that money grow for me work for me so that's just where, where my mind goes and then like once again you're obligated to pay it every month if you do not pay that car note it's not like your student loans for right now where like you know, they may annoy you or whatever. No, you will get your car towed. Um, so you have to pay that car every single month.
So I have here an example um, just to kind of paint a better picture. So one of the most popular cars in 2020 was a Toyota RAV4, brand new, it retailed for about $34,000 in 2020. So that's about $547 a month for a car note. But over five years, the value drops over 40%. And the loan um, that was once 34, the car that was now $34,000 is now worth around $18,000 after um, f five years. So let's just say you decide to not finance a car, not lease a car. You were like, okay, I'm just going to pay for a car cash. So you pay $3,000 for a car and instead you substitute that monthly loan payment and you decide to open up a savings account, a high yield savings account. Um, you would probably earn about $35,000. That's if you continue to put that $547 in that account monthly, like you would a car payment. And with interest and everything, it would generate a little bit over $1,000. Um, and then look, now you have $34,000 to do what you wish with. It could go for a down payment on a house. It could go for a travel fund. Like $34,000 is a lot to travel on, I feel like. Um, Let's just say you don't decide to save it. You're like, I'm just going to invest it. I'm just going to put it um, in the market, let it do its thing. Um, by the time five years is up, it'll gain about $36,933. So it earns about $3,000 in interest. But as you know, um, with investing, compound interest and time is your best friend. So let's just say you continue on that habit of putting $547 um, in that account for another five years, totaling up to 10, you would have $119,000 in that investment account. So you went from having literally nothing to $119,000 in 10 years just by simply putting $547 into that investment account, something that you were going to do anyway, but instead put it towards a car loan. So um, that's just something to, you know, think about. Um, with purchasing, purchasing a car cash, it frees up a lot of money. Um, like I said before, a lot of people just forget about like the additional responsibilities and like as far as finances go or money goes when purchasing a new car. But I understand that purchasing a car cash literally is not for everyone. It really depends on your current lifestyle um, and like your long term financial goal. Like if you're someone who like doesn't really care about, OK, well, in five years, I want to be able to quit my job and like backpack through Europe, then OK, go and buy that car um or if you're someone who's like I don't, i'm not really big on investing right now i don't really care okay go spend it on a car or if you're someone who's like i literally need a way to get back and forth i just don't have the time right now to um purchase a a cash a, a car cash and go through all the motions of having it checked out and s setting up appointments to go see the cars and things like that because one how am i going to get around totally understand i get it um but i just wanted to share you guys I just wanted to share with you guys like a little bit of like my insight as to why I did why I have decided to not purchase a car um, or like finance or lease one. Um, never say never. I don't know what the future may hold, but I just know um, as of right now that is not something I plan on doing. So yeah, um, 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, please be sure to leave a rating and review. And you know what? I'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. Bye.